Welcome to the Elevate Effect podcast, where we give you the resources to take you from workloads to workflows. I'm your host, Courtney. I'm an online systems educator for coaches. Fueled by cold brew and a love for watching endless reruns of Friends, I'm here to give you the tools and the support you need to scale your business and take back charge of your life and your time. So pour yourself a cup of coffee or a glass of wine and let's do the damn thing. Okay, everybody, welcome to another ClickUp case study episode. Today, we are talking with Alicia and Maurice Pennington, who are staffing and consulting experts. They are multi-business owners and a husband and wife duo, and I'm so excited to have them on today's episode. So before we really start diving into the ClickUp stuff today, I would love for you guys just to tell everybody a little bit about yourself, how you got started, um, your business in general, and we just love to hear your backstory before we dive in. Yeah, absolutely. So like you said, we're a husband-wife duo, and we kind of started out out of need. Um, when I finished grad school in 2011, I found the need for work, as most college graduates do. And so um, in my effort of looking for work, I didn't find a lot of what I was looking for. And so I started opportunities for myself and that kind of freelance and gig work evolved into an opportunity for us to provide staffing opportunities for other people, uh, specifically in the athletic training profession. And this started in 2012 with my then boyfriend, <laughs> Maurice, and with his tech background, he really helped me build the system side so that I could be front facing. I'm definitely more of the visionary. He's more of the integrator. And so it works really well in that capacity. So we've been working alongside each other in a business capacity since 2012 and have uh, now developed and created several companies as a result of the success that we had in the staffing industry. She touched on it a little bit. My background definitely is uh, tech, came from Apple. That's where I worked when she decided she wanted to hire me away, uh, which I was more than happy to do, having watched her you know, grow her business to a point where she could do that. But I, I actually went to school for broadcast journalism. Uh, because that's also a passion of mine. Um, I can I can uh, see that. I can see it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so it was just one of those things. Um, as she's growing her business, I actually didn't graduate college until I was 30. Uh, so I went back to school and graduated at 30. And kind of at that time of me trying to find my lane, Alicia's growing her business to a point where, you know, we have to make a decision. And at the end of the day, I wanted to use whatever skill set I had to help us, our family, uh, grow as best we could, as opposed to necessarily using that energy to help another business, somebody else's family, uh, grow and scale. So uh, it made all the sense in the world for us uh, to kind of, you know, put our powers together, if you will, to try to grow Advantage, which is the company uh, that she started at first. Um, and then over time, we started to do really well and people began asking us questions. So 
as we started taking meetings with friends and family and really trying to show them, you know, what they thought was like this out of the box thinking as far as how we approach things, uh, we decided to uh, combine again for Pennington Perspective, which is another business that we run. Uh, and really it started to kind of gain its own momentum uh, over the last year. So very exciting. Uh, and, and as she said, she's the uh, visionary and I'm really the integrator. Uh, and I think part of the lessons of working together is really not only understanding those roles, but really embracing those roles. And I think as people listen to this episode too, they'll start to see kind of how that works because of the whole click up aspect. Yeah. And I, I was going to say, it's kind of nice because you, you both are kind of like the, the powerhouse duo, right? You have what every business needs. You have the visionary and then you have the integrator, which is so nice because as entrepreneurs, I feel like a lot of the times we kind of end up banging our head against the wall a little bit because we only have our brain to bounce ideas off of. And so it's so nice that you guys have each other in each of those roles that are necessity in terms of running a successful business. Like you have to have that visionary, you have to have that integrator and you guys just perfectly work together to be able to do that. So it's so nice that it's, you know, convenient enough. You guys are married and, you know, under the same roof. And I can't imagine, um, honestly, like dinner conversations sometimes with you, I'm sure that they're just full of ideas. I mean, I mean, as my, you know, for myself as an entrepreneur, I know I'm constantly like bouncing things off my husband, but in he, you know, he has his own job and he's completely out of this space. But if there was two of us in that capacity, I can't imagine, um, even just the growth that you guys get to experience with one another. And you, you guys are just so fortunate to be able to do that. So I love that about you guys. Um, and that you have started this, the Peddington perspective. I I've seen obviously on social media, you guys are really grown. Um, that side of your business as well. And that's been really exciting to see and to see the two of you get to collaborate and work on that too. Yeah, it's definitely something that we've come to appreciate. I'd say more so as a result of the consulting. Yeah. It was something that we kind of took for granted when it was just on the staffing side of it, because until you talk to other people, you just assume that whatever your experience is, is the same thing that everybody else is going through. I just assumed you can always bounce something off your partner. Like everybody has that somebody that they can go to and mm-hmm. it's not true. You know, we've learned yeah. that we are yeah. those people for a lot of entrepreneurs. Um, and like I said, we've really come to appreciate it and kind of double down on those roles mm-hmm. as a result of doing more of the consulting side of it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, like you said, it's, it's not always, it doesn't always work that way in terms of, uh, you know, the, be able to bounce the ideas off. Cause sometimes I'll go to my husband, I'll be like, what do you think of this? And he's like, I have no idea what you just talked to me about because this space <laughs> is so, so different than, you know, some typical brick and mortar businesses. Um, even just the terminology, you know, it's, it's completely, uh, completely different. Um, and so I, you know, I'm fortunate to have some, you know, friends in the space where I'm able to do that, but you guys are, like I said, just very, very lucky to have each other and have created that dynamic between the two of you. Um, and I'm sure it just astronomically helped you both and scaling both of your businesses. And I'm sure that's, those are probably not the last to come of you two. I'm sure there's probably other things that will, (laughs) will come out of this, um, over the next couple of years, but, um, so, so, so happy for you guys and just all the growth that you guys have experienced, you know, even like I said, in the past year alone, from what we've been able to see. And, um, I guess that kind of, you know, perfectly segues into, you know, what we are going to talk about 
about today, which is systems and click up and the scaling and growth of your businesses. So, you know, we really loved working with you guys on your setup because you guys had, you know, kind of a unique setup in terms of you had um, multiple businesses, you had, you know, the staffing um, agency, and then your consulting. Um, and I know prior to working with us, you guys were managing um, the business out of some Google spreadsheets. Um, and you had a little bit already in ClickUp. So what was that moment for you guys that re- you really decided, you know, hey, we needed more support in ClickUp. And what were you really hoping to um, get out of ClickUp and what it would do for your business? Yeah, so we had another system, Podio, uh, that we use. It's a Citrix product. And then they got acquired. And actually, when things get acquired, the product changed. Change, yeah. So we grew out of it and it changed in a way that just no longer suited our needs. So from the very beginning, we had some software or some tool uh, that was responsible for communication, project management, cohesion, everything in one space. And I would say we were kind of out there floating. I call it going rogue that like each of our employees would like create some random spreadsheet or just start a a random Google doc. And they're living in all these spaces, not connected to each other in any way. One person would make an update. The other person wasn't informed of it. So it was incredibly inefficient. And at the same time, we, from a company perspective, are taking on more and more. And so this is for me where the handoff happens of like, I know what I need. I need a single space where people can work on the same document. We can have all of the data available at a glance. I don't know what that looks like. I don't know how that's achieved, but that's where I just go to Maurice and I say, these are our needs. This is what I see for our company. Go figure it out. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's how our relationship has worked quite a bit as far as uh, collaborating or working together. Yeah. Yeah. We'll she'll come up with a vision and we'll talk through it. Uh, usually I'm asking far too many questions for her this early in the, the like uh, ideation phase, but uh, then I take that and I run with it. And I, I think I had enough intuition because I was the one who built out the Podio platform for us. I had enough intuition to see like this is changing. People aren't relying on uh, this system only. They're going out and finding other tools to help them. So we need to transition to something else. Um, and I don't remember how or when I found ClickUp. It was pretty early because uh, I remember uh, you could basically say like, I want to spend this amount to ClickUp. And they yeah, the early days. Great, right? yeah. <laughs> it was like, make me a deal. And we're like, okay. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. They yeah. still have that on the lowest yeah. plan. But, um, so I kind of just wanted to learn what that experience was like because it felt similar enough to Podio that I was comfortable Mm-hmm. But uh, way more aesthetically pleasing. The user interface felt a lot better. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just felt like the options were limitless. Yeah. Uh, but you just had to figure out how it all worked and exposed to each other. So the idea was to use ClickUp. But, you know, as you know, when you're growing and scaling, um, it becomes harder and harder for you to remain focused on the build yeah. out of things like that. Mm-hmm. And so it became a, a search or a task to say, okay, I know what we need to do, but who's going to actually build this for us? Because yeah. I can afford to spend all this time it would have figuring taken, it out myself. Yeah, it would have mm-hmm. taken Marie months, yeah. um, if not a year, to investigate all of the characteristics and possibilities and 
opportunities within ClickUp and then to, you know, basically download from all of us yeah. and then to go build it. So we were at a place in business where I'm like, we were on a full blown, like outsource as much as possible because we were scaling so quickly that I, we could not afford to, for him to dedicate that type of bandwidth to this type of project. Yeah. And so, so then started the research of who can do this for us mm -hmm. in a more, efficient manner than we could do ourselves. Yeah, yeah, I'd say it was probably less about the time it would take me. It would take a long time. Uh, I probably would have been like night and day trying to figure it out, but it was more all that time the team is waiting, right? Yeah. To transition over to something mm -hmm. and then you still have to transition. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so as someone who's an expert that understood it, could, could take what we need and build that so that we could more effectively transition and efficiently transition that was the priority. It wasn't uh, whether I was going to do it or not. It was yeah. trying to get it done as quickly as possible. Yeah. And that's always, you know, to, to be aware of like the return on investment, right? And whether that's time, um, which in this case it was, right? Like where else is your time better allocated in this situation? Because like you said, you guys were scaling so quickly and there's a whole business still running behind the scenes that needs yes. your attention. And you can't, yes you know, you're on this hamster wheel, but you've got this other wheel over here spinning and you can't hop back and forth. And that's, Absolutely. I, yeah, that's a lot of the time when we have um, people ask us, they're like, okay, when do we set up systems? Like, I don't have a business. Should I set them up now? Or I'm just getting started. I'm like, typically best case scenario is if you can go ahead and start setting up systems, that is always what I recommend because you get in these situations, like where you guys just experienced crazy success and growth and scaling really, really quickly. And then you are, you kind of like, like you said, Maurice, I've even experienced it in my own business where your own business kind of gets backburnered in terms of how it runs operationally, because you're so busy fulfilling your clients and customers needs that, you know, the, the, the business gets neglected. And like you said, it's, it's hard. It's honestly the exact same conversation we have in our consulting business, yeah. just like you were like, even if there's not a system yet, you have to have a process. Like the only way to scale a business is with simple, repeatable processes. And there's no way that you're going to be able to identify what system you need if you don't know your processes. Yeah. And even if you do have a system, you'll have nothing to set up if you don't know your processes. Yep. And so I think that was where we were at. Like we knew our processes, we knew we needed a system, we had identified the system, mm -hmm. but actually getting it set up is a whole other chunk of work yeah. that needs to be done. And mm -hmm. to your point, like in our opinion, you can't really afford to not focus on the back end, right? Like there's only so much you can do you know, front of house when back of house can't keep up. Right. Yeah. And this is the exact same situation that we deal with, whether it's corporate clients or the brand new solopreneur, it's yeah. what do I prioritize when? And we're always like, get the back end set up, yeah. you know, marketing will figure itself out, social mm -hmm. media, branding, all of that. It's the paint on the house that you have to build. You need to yeah. have the infrastructure before you can really start doing this effectively, yeah. in our opinion. 
Oh, I a thousand percent agree. And, you know, I know a lot of people kind of, they want to, I guess, fight on that a little bit because it's not the fun piece of business, right? Oh, you know, the co-creating the social media content, that's the fun stuff, not the sexy side of business, but it is the necessary side of business. If your plan is to scale and grow in which, I mean, typically nine times out of 10, if you're growing a business, you want to continue to scale and grow. Um, and you're, you, like you said, you hit like a ceiling or a plateau in your business. You can only take so much on in the front end if your back end is a mess. Um, and that's a, where a lot of our clients that we work with end up getting to that point. They're like, we have this, all these leads coming in the door, but we can't even onboard new clients right now because the back end is a mess and we have all this opportunity and, and, and nowhere to, to put them basically. Um, yep. so I a thousand percent agree to what you said, building out your processes to support the infrastructure of your systems and your business step one before anything else, because like you yeah. said, marketing falls into place, content falls into place. It, it all falls mm-hmm. into place eventually. But, and I even got to the point too, where I was nervous to market because I couldn't handle more clients coming in. I'm like, yeah. I can't market right now. <laughs> like I don't totally. want to, because yeah. if we had leads come in, we had nowhere to yeah. send them. So, so yeah, a thousand percent agree with all of what you guys said. And it's been almost a year now since we've done your ClickUp setup. And it's always, you know, really fun to kind of look back and see how much our businesses have changed in a year, especially in this space. I feel like our business evolves and changes at least every 90 days. Like something has changed, whether it's a service that we're offering or the infrastructure or team. Um, so what are some of the big changes that your business has experienced in the past year? I know the consulting side has grown obviously a lot. Um, and how have you guys seen ClickUp support the growth and change that you've experienced? Because I think that's one thing that's so great about ClickUp is it is so customizable to your business's needs and its ability to be manipulated to serve your business at its present time. Um, and so have you guys been able to kind of firsthand see that experience over the past year since we finished your setup? Yeah. So I think the biggest change that I can point out is we hired another employee in a completely new capacity. So it's, she's a recruiter and she had never been with us before, had never seen or heard or interacted with ClickUp. For our other employees, it was sort of like, same processes, new system. Um, so for them, the orientation was system specific, but not process specific. With the new employee, it was everything brand new. And for probably a month, like maybe four weeks when she was just getting started with us, we were finalizing things with you guys. And so she had a taste of the inefficiency. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there actually was a point where she had said like, I'm, I'm not even going to do anything anymore until this new thing gets set up because it is so daunting and so time consuming that it doesn't even make sense for me to work on, you know, that piece of that project, knowing that this is coming down the pipeline. And so bringing her on and her role was something that we had to internally figure out, you know, what are the daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly tasks going to be? without actually knowing what they were. So she had to kind of get put in there and then figure it out in real time for herself. And she's been able to give so much feedback in terms of, well, if if you could change the view from this to this, or if I can have an additional view that goes from this to this. And as an example, so with as a recruiter and being in staffing, sometimes we need to see 
everybody who's in the pipeline. Sometimes we just want to see what segment of the pipeline they're in. Sometimes there's people who we're circling back with 90 days after to, you know, get an update on their status. Sometimes people drop off and then they come back. And so I think what's so beautiful about ClickUp in comparison to other systems and, and specifically the way that you guys built it for us is that we can change those views however we want. And we can re-tag somebody and they boop, pop right back up at the top of the pipeline. So it's not like we just lose their file and they you know, enter into cyberspace and we have to get them to reapply. And so that's been huge. And the other thing that I think is the one of the most valuable pieces is that like in a candidate, for example, all of the conversation, whether it's emails, notes from an interview, interactions, like all of it can happen right there in that candidate's profile. So what used to be, I didn't realize an inefficiency, but what used to be an inefficiency of, okay, let's have a meeting, catch me up on, well, it was our operations director, but a meeting from the recruiter to the operations director, um, you know, catch me up on the status of all the different candidates that you're talking to, who, you know, who's moving on, da, da, da. they don't even have to have that meeting anymore because at any time, the director of operations can pop into that view on ClickUp and see what conversations would have the, the substance of those conversations, um, email exchanges back and forth between the recruiter and the candidate. And it is just such an efficient way of doing things that I didn't even account for in, you know, the setup of, of ClickUp from just that one single capacity for our recruiter. Yeah, yeah. I'd say for me, I, I think one of the most, uh, the way you know that it's working well, like when you transition to a new system, I think it's always, okay, it's going to take a while for everybody to adjust, right? And then to get feedback from people saying like, oh my God, this is so easy, or this is so much better, or uh, I can't believe I can just do that. Or even if they have a question, like, you know, they'll, they'll come to me and say, can we filter by this? Or can we add this? And then, you know, I can pop in there and make the adjustment. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, so just that it's it, a it, game changer. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so for me, I'm not necessarily in the day-to-day -day operations as much, mm -hmm. uh, but for me to get, hear that feedback as people are experiencing the platform, that tells me that it's working and that it's having an impact on, on everyone's efficiency, which is how I lead. That's what informs my work is how can we be as efficient and optimized as possible? Um, and ClickUp has been able to do that, obviously, with, with the help of you all, but um, it definitely has been able to do that for our team. The one other piece on the consulting side of it is similar um, vein of the fact that we can have conversations with clients, that we can collaboratively work on projects. Like mm -hmm. I'll use a corporate client who we had where, you know, our list of things that we needed to get done with them was substantial over like our six month commitment to them. Mm -hmm. And the fact that we could break it down like month by month, assign certain tasks to certain people, like, is it my responsibility? Is it his responsibility? Is it a contractor who we hired, giving them access to that space? Mm -hmm. And we all can just see in real time who is working on what, what are the deadlines, what are the deliverables? Like, it just is so seamless. Um, and, and I never expected to be able to do like full-blown project management for a massive corporate client of ours in one single space. Like, it's not yeah. even like, 
the whole setup. Yeah. Like it's all just one folder, one yeah. spot right there. Yeah. They just teased out 3.0. Oh, I, I know. I'm. Like, I, it's like Christmas. <laughs> I cannot I wait. Like we're counting down the days for 3.0. Right, right. And so I have to see how that can happen even more because, mm-hmm. uh, again, we operate in different spaces. So the way that I'm looking at how it's working is like, yes, that's why we got them in the first place. Is mm-hmm. All of that was an option. But I feel like there can be even more of yeah. that. And they, they rely and integrate on a lot of other tools. And, and doing things like embedding Google Sheets or something mm-hmm. inside of ClickUp is great, but we could also have a deeper level of, yeah. of integration there. So um, I definitely agree that being able to have one ecosystem, if you will, mm-hmm. where all of this activity can exist. And I can pop into one area and see all the work that she has done or, or a contractor has done. Uh, and get up to date right there, as opposed to having to meet with them yeah. and figure out like, okay, what happened? <laughs> yeah. Totally. Totally. yeah, yeah, and I, I've obviously been experiencing that firsthand myself right now because I, you know, I had my son in September, and so I was on maternity leave for a while, and then I've had a scaled back schedule or routine in comparison to what I was normally doing, and it's made it so much easier for me to be able to just pop in and get a pulse on what's going on without micromanaging, without have to, having to check in with every single team member. Um, it's just yeah. there and available, and I think to kind of speak to what you were talking about earlier with the filtering and the different views and how you can manipulate manipulate everything. I think that's one of the reasons, number one, why sometimes people avoid ClickUp, because like you said, there's so many features. It's so robust and figuring out ways to, to, to build it, to work. It it takes a lot of time and it can be overwhelming if you're not, if you're not super familiar with the platform yet. And that's just to say too, like there's a ton of bells and whistles, but that doesn't mean you have to use all of them, right? Use what works for your business. But what's great is, and what we talk about a lot is you have team members, right? And a lot of the times different team members have different learning and working styles and how they um, absorb information. And so you, the ability to manipulate the views, even if it's just to manipulate for a certain person so that they can better visualize what the project is. That's something that we've also noticed as a huge, huge things for team, because some people are more visual and like to see things on board view or need to see things in a list or, you know, whatever that looks Mm -hmm. like it can be manipulated to support your team and their role and how they absorb and learn and uh, learn information and to be able to better support their role in your business. And yeah. I think that's something too, like I said, that we just really noticed to be kind of a game changer um, for clients when they have their ClickUp set up done as well. Right. Literally just a few weeks ago made a view for one person. Yeah. Because they, when they look at the information, they're not getting what they need to make their job uh, easier. Yeah. Uh, so literally just made a view, put their name on it. And mm-hmm. it's like, your, your default view is this, everyone else's yep. will be this. <laughs> yep, uh, exactly. It's amazing. And and I know for you guys, you know, uh, team management was a big thing that we talked about at the, you know, at the start of your setup. Um, and that's a piece that's always evolving and changing just depending on turnover or roles changing or hiring new team members. So um, just kind of like what you mentioned, you you obviously just touched on it. Is there anything else that you feel like with team um, that ClickUp has really helped you guys from the, that management perspective that we had chatted about from the very, from the, from the get-go of your setup? Yes. The two primary pieces that come to mind are one, the out-of-office calendar. <laughs> um, so out of office for us used to be an employee lets me know that they're not going to be here. And I'm like, okay, you know, whatever. 
Um, but then I never thought to inform everybody else that they're not going to be here. And so what ended up happening is that employee got out of office. I forgot to inform everybody so that I am having to take on the workload of that employee being out of office. Now with the calendar, it's everybody can see it. You know, when anybody is not going to be here, get in front of them in anticipation of their vacancy, you know, their time away. So it no longer falls on me to try to get things done for that person because I was irresponsible in informing the team. Um, but even more so, I don't have that responsibility anymore. It's every, it's, it is a delegated responsibility on everybody that check the out of office calendar or, you know, whatever. Um, that has, that has been super like something that, again, I never didn't feel like a burden. It was just more of like a annoyance. Yep. That I didn't, yeah. It was something I didn't know. I, and as soon as it came, I was like, Oh, wow. Uh-huh. <laughs> benefits, benefits of this. Um, the other one that's been really huge for us is the KPI side of it. Um, so you guys had a template in there, um, that was kind of around like, uh, like competencies and drudgeries and, um, like executive level, lower level, you know, kind of like status and task level. There was a few different like qualifiers, if you will, of like every single task and having our employees do that. Uh, we had them do that basically going into the beginning of the year had them list out, well, we had to list out for you guys what daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, annual tasks there were. Yep. So we used that same template, put it in there and have them rate for themselves. Like, do I love doing this? Would I rather delegate it? Is the high energy, is the low energy, all of that stuff. And that helped us better decide what next we need for our company in terms yep. of support. So Literally, we did that, and two months later, we had a VA hired Mm -hmm. to take on a bunch of low-level tasks that our employees had identified as, you know, energy sucking, Mm -hmm. or you know, they're willing to, but they don't love it. Um, And so, you know, for a nominal outsourced VA cost, Mm -hmm. we bought ourselves a lot of satisfaction amongst our employees. Um, and so that's not something that we're implementing annually of like, okay, you need to go through, redo that. What are your tasks look like now? Uh, it also was a really great way for us to better quantify the work that our employees do. I think, you know, generally we understand what they do, but seeing it broken down was very valuable for us. Um, and then the KPI side of it, which is kind of all in the same segment for us, um, you know, what is it that they want to work on and what are the metrics that we are going to assign associated to that, right? So we've always had conversation with our employees of, you know, what were you proud of that you accomplished? What are the things that you want to work on? You know, collectively, what are we working towards? But that template really gave us a much more structured way to approach it as the leadership of the company, but then yeah. approach it with each individual employee of, what are you holding yourself to? And then what do we have metrics wise to uh, evaluate you on? And yeah. that's probably some of the data that the dashboards have been the most valuable with because um, there, there is a lot of information there and it's uh, multiple lists. So to be able to extract that into a single dashboard and you can see it all at one time, um, that's been really helpful too. 
Yeah. And I think with the, what you're talking about with the roles, it's systemizing like this check-in with your team. That's making sure that they are in a role that they are not just feeling fulfilled in, but they're thriving in because in the end, that's going to also help support, grow your business. And that's one thing that I love too, because we do that with our team on a consistent basis as well. And getting our team members into roles that they're really thriving in and loving and making sure that we are evaluating that on a consistent basis pays back tenfold to the business because they are, you know, more, you know, enjoying more of what they're doing in their, they're, it's not that, like you said, it's not like they're not willing to do those tasks. Like we get a job's a job. And sometimes we have things that we don't want to work on, but actually paying attention to those. Well, even if it's just things that they Hey, we're really good at this, or this takes a lot of my time. I'm not the best at this, but I can complete it. Hey, who else is better suited for this task? And we can, you know, kind of restructure things. And that's kind of what I mentioned with, you know, team members evolving, um, and their roles changing and just it's systemizing that. So it doesn't feel, um, you know, overwhelming to do that. You've got a process in place where it's, it's one and done. Like you said, you do it every single year, you evaluate it. And that again, pays back, like I said, tenfold, um, throughout the next year, because you have, you know, the right butts in the right seats, so to speak. And they're, they're doing the things that they love. And, and, and that really truly is invaluable. Yeah. We want as many tasks to be in their zone of genius. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we are, I'd say rigorously, SOP, automating, outsourcing, like it is a, you know, continual uh, evaluation for us of if you've mastered it and it's now below what your executive level thinking is, let's SOP it, automate it, you know, whatever it needs Mm -hmm. to be. So to your point, they continually feel um, challenged mm-hmm. and excited by the work that they're doing. Yeah. Uh, when we had our all in meeting, uh, the words that we use, is like anything that feels heavy, yeah. right? Like you don't look forward to doing it. It could be something that you're good at and you just don't like doing it, yeah. you know, and that is okay. Yeah. We create space in the interaction and relationships with, between us as the leadership and each of our employees to say, this feels heavy, you yeah. know, and there's, we're not holding it against you. We may not be able to do anything about it right now, but at least letting us know that we can start to work towards, even if it's not a VA situation, even if it just, we can automate a piece of it, or we can take it off your plate or if you go to someone else, whatever it is, I just think having those open conversations so that they know they can come to us. It really, it deepens the rapport that we have and it continually puts them in a position of decision-making for their own department, for their own position. So that again, as leadership, we're not the ones that are like, are they loving this? Are they like, we don't have to meddle. We don't have to meddle in it. Yeah. Yeah. I um, love that you just said that because I think one of the big things, like, you know, everybody talks about having an open door policy, but like, is that actually being executed? Does your team actually know that you have an open door policy? And that's one thing that we, we are so adamant about on our team is my team knows if, like you said, if a task is feeling heavy, if we're not seeing ROI on that task, whether like it's our time or traffic to our website or whatever it is, come to me and say, Hey court, this is a waste of our time. Like this is not, you know, for lack of a better phrase, like there there's, we could be allocating this time towards this task because it is, you know, we are seeing more traffic or more leads or whatever it is coming out of this. And I'm always 1000% open and receptive. Thank you for bringing this to me. Mm -hmm. Um, because I would rather them do that than for us to be, you know, wasting time, energy, and money on something that's not doing that. 
Um, so yeah. I love that you, you mentioned it because it is truly, it's not just creating an open door policy. It's just truly making sure like that they are aware that they can come to you. That's another reason we like to have transparency in our, in our business with everything, because they may be seeing things I'm not seeing. And, and that's where you want to have that collaboration with your team for them to feel comfortable and empowered. Like you said, to be able to be more in leadership roles, to be able to make suggestions like that and not feel like they're stepping out on somebody's toes or, you know, whatever that may look like. Um, I think, I think it's just, it's so important. So I'm glad that you brought that up is because that, that is something that we've seen come um, from that on our team as well. Yeah, it's an entire culture, not just a policy, yeah. right? Like, how do you live it? How do you breathe it? How do you demonstrate it? And it's for us too, you know, yeah. it's us telling them, I don't want to deal with that either. Like, that's yeah. not my deal genius. That's my. So I think the the back and forth of it um, is is super valuable yeah. from a team perspective. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Sorry to interrupt the flow, but this will be real quick. So if you're looking for the perfect project management tool for your business, then you have to go check out ClickUp. I manage every part of my business from within ClickUp, including launch management, client management, metrics, team, and much, much more. With a user-friendly desktop interface and a mobile app, I can also take ClickUp wherever I go. With ClickUp, you have a complete customization for your business hub and one platform as a centralized station for productivity. If you'd like to get started with ClickUp, all you have to do is click the link below in the show notes and sign up. Now back to the show. Um, and I know um, one of the big pieces too is managing your athletic trainers, um, you know, and that was a big, big piece uh, that I'm assuming has evolved quite a bit maybe in the past year or so just from, you know, tweaking and, and utilizing it. So uh, how do you feel like ClickUp has supported that internal piece of the staffing side of your business? Yeah, uh, I mean, I would say, again, I'm not in the day-to-day -day of the execution, but I am in the day-to-day -day of supporting the execution. And so from that standpoint, um, we had previously relied very heavily on an external system uh, for the recruitment and placement process, if you will. And now both of those processes are really more heavily in ClickUp. We still rely on that other system for the management of the contractor because that's mm -hmm. not something that ClickUp's really uh, set to do. Um, but everything from the very first time that a, a, an athletic trainer says, I'm interested, uh, all the way through okay, now we've got them uh, committed to a site and now we're going to place them on that site. Now we're going to do site visits for that site. Now we're going to manage site hours at that site. Mm -hmm. All of that is done inside of ClickUp now. Yeah. Uh, and I think the best part about it is as uh, employees have gotten comfortable and as they've uh, learned how to use ClickUp, then they start saying, hey, can, can this do this? And those are the best things. Like for me, it's always like, y'all, you got to tell me what isn't working or if you need a change. So when they're just coming to me with ideas, I'm really happy with that because it says, hey, they're invested in it and it's working for them, but they want to make tweaks. And the best thing about ClickUp is those tweaks are usually uh, readily available. Uh, so you can make those changes. So things that are happening for us now with the tweaks are more how do we get these relationships to, to, to happen where they can speak from one space to another space? Uh, you can see that information and that data and it pulls in automatically as opposed to having to use a text field or something to like consistently type the same information over and over again. So um, that for, for me is what I've seen the most is that we're starting to get a little more overlap in departments because you're seeing 
certain fields are popping up inside of, of the other state. It helps with the redundancy or like having to update things in more than one place. Um, that's one thing that we noticed like with our SOPs that was um, not an issue, but we noticed, okay, well, we've got our SOPs in our manual. We've got them in our trainings. And that relationship field is such a game changer because it's allowing us to have one point or one source access point um, in our setup where we can update something and it's updated throughout the rest of the system. Um, and again, helping it a, cuts back on time um, and you're not doing the same thing over and over and again, and trying to track where does this live and click up. It's here, it's here, it's here, it's here, one spot and it's one and done. So that a huge, huge time saver. Yeah. I mean, yeah. when you're working with different software period, of course, you have to have like the same field across those three different things that they're going to talk to each other, or if you're going to uh, have a seamless workflow between them. So then, you know, pulling it all into ClickUp, it's like, well, yeah. now we have three different versions of the exact same thing. Like, how yeah. can we clean that up so that, again, it's one thing. And so that's really what, what is happening now. We're really starting to make that a much cleaner process. Consolidating yeah. that information. Yeah. And do you guys feel like, I mean, because you do have multiple businesses that it's, I mean, supported being able to run both of your businesses out of, you know, one setup, so to speak? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's so beneficial that just from a workflow perspective, because we don't have like blocks of our time that's like this business or this business. I mean, we could be weaving in and out between them constantly. You know, an email could, co could come in for this one while we're working on a project for that one. Um, and so to have one interface that we just toggle back and forth between, it's incredible. You know, like, and, and there really is no question. You know, when I say, oh, I went in and took care of this or I, or I tag him, like, all his notifications are coming in in one space. All like there is one single software that everything is being ran out of. And yep. it's incredibly efficient to just, like I said, toggle back and forth. It's not like open another tab, log yes. into something else, totally different interface. Okay, switch zones of your brain of like the fact that they look similar, they feel similar, the, the way in which information is organized is similar from a brain and a workflow. We can easily switch back and forth between having a conversation on that business and working on a project on this one, because there's less kind of drag in the brain like that. Okay. You know, pick up, then focus on the next thing because it all just is seamlessly organized in similar ways. Right. Yeah. I think yeah. don't get it twisted. I mean, we definitely have different workspaces. And I would say click up if you're listening. Um, one thing I wish they, uh, improved upon was if I'm in one workspace, I would like notifications to still come through for another one. I'm right? waiting for the day that that happens. <laughs> that's that's a, on our side too. I'm hoping with right. 3.0 that that happens because we, right. especially we're in so many workspaces. Like, can I just have all my notifications and tasks populate yes. if I'm in and my home, home tab in one space? Like if I yeah. go back and yeah. forth, that right. would be a right. game changer. I'm waiting for the day. I'm right there with you. <laughs> but just like Alicia said, uh, to basically have the same system. So it works the same way. Mm -hmm. So we can just switch back and forth and we know, well, okay, it's organized like this. And we did, we knew going in, even though the focus was for the staffing agency um, to get the build out, we knew, okay, what we learned from this, we're going to take and we're going to apply to the other workspaces. Uh, and we used your templates also. 
which was were great also. So uh, to just have a, a, a consistency, yeah, yeah. cohesiveness mm -hmm. of the yeah. experience, mm -hmm. like she, like Alicia's saying, we don't. It's like you don't have to then turn some other area of your brain on because yeah. now it's a whole different experience. Yeah, it's the same experience, just you're running it with multiple. Okay. And when I tell them it's in the such and such folder or it's in the such and such list, or if you go to the view, like it's the same language, it's the same, like, again, it's like something that I never knew we needed, but yeah. creates such a level yeah. of efficiency that it actually allows us to run multiple businesses simultaneously mm -hmm. without having to stop, start, stop, start with each one. Yeah. yeah. I actually was talking to my husband about this the other day because uh, you know, we live in like a touristy area and we would love to be able to, you know, have more investment properties and kind of run like a property management type business. Mm -hmm. And I have all these ideas in my head of like how we can manage this and click up. I'm like, we need to start this business because I need to be able to execute my ideas that I have in my head. But it's like what you just <laughs> said, there's this cohesiveness that you, if you set it up one way for one business, it can be manipulated and tweaked and changed for a multitude of businesses and the efficiency and its ability to be um, the cohesion across multiple like business types. It's just, I think sometimes I'm like, okay, well, I have all these business ideas. We can just execute because I know how the systems are going to run. We just need to plug in the right players. Right. And, and that, I think that's, what I'm sure with you guys um, with your, you know, powerhouse duo-ness probably have the same, I'm, I'm assuming thought processes with other uh, right. business because truly like the system could, could work across the board. Well, let us know when that one's built up because yeah. we can benefit from it. Yeah. Without yeah. saying too much. <laughs> You've got a template for that. We will, um, we'll gladly make it a tattoo. We will gladly yeah. get that template. So. Yeah. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah. yeah. Let us know. I will. Um, Just living in this world for the short amount of time that we have, I know that what you're suggesting would be crazy yeah. valuable. Yeah. So. If you need any kind of push to yeah. go ahead and create that template, create that, uh -huh. uh, there it is. Okay, well, I, I'm, I'm glad I spoke up then because I will definitely be doing that. Um, okay, and just last class, uh, last question to you know kind of wrap up. Um, you know, we obviously worked with you guys for about a month, month and a half on your project, and um, it's been about a year now. But was there something that you really felt um, stuck out the most? You know, working with our team that you really, I think, you know appreciated the most, I guess, about the project. Yeah, I mean, you uh you obviously you've mentioned before you were pregnant and about to have a baby. So yeah. you're on your leave. Um, and so, you know, of course, you're the face of the brand. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're setting this up and thinking, you know, we thought, okay, we're gonna get Courtney and that's we're gonna dive in. Um and then we ended up because of that, we ended up working more directly with Carrie. Yes. And uh I will say, like, I think that's a huge thing that um, we experience is that you know that you can trust your business mm -hmm. to be executed at a high level mm -hmm. and it's not you doing mm -hmm. um, And so Carrie uh, truly was the most patient, the most thorough. Yeah. Uh, and it, it, it really made the experience great because I'm a very detail-oriented mm -hmm. person. And so I'm looking at you every little be. bit. You have to be with what yeah. you do in your role. Yeah. Right, right. And so I needed someone that I knew I could trust would take that information I'm providing or that level of detail and attention to detail and implement it also. And she did that. And again, I know that it wasn't just her, uh, but she was really the person that I corresponded with the most. Uh, and so, yeah, it, it made it very pleasant because it was really yeah. hard work. 
but it, it was really, really pleasant. And um, I think the patience thing was huge because we were, we're in the middle of a lot of growth and we're bringing on a new employee and we're trying to get the system set up, but we don't want it started too soon. We want to make sure that it's working well enough. So it was really a time where we had to make sure that when we said go, it could support us. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I, I definitely have to shout out Carrie uh, because I, I mean, obviously I'm sure if you were there, it would have been great too, but she's phenomenal. Because she was the one we experienced without her, it, it, we wouldn't have been. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I mean, what you just said, it, it is, you know, when you start a business, you do get to a point where you have to be able to delegate to team, because if you want to continue to grow, it can't, you can't be the bottleneck anymore. And that is a scary, yeah. scary point to be at in your yeah, business. Um, yeah. You know, cause you're entrusting, you know, your baby, so to speak, like handing it off and saying, please take care of it. Um, yeah. And I will say that is, I, I think when I ask this question on the podcast episode, that is hands down the top answer that we get is working with Hannah or Carrie. Um, and they are, they, they're phenomenal. I'm so lucky to have had them to be able to entrust them with that. Um, and just so you guys know, Carrie is actually getting ready to go on maternity leave. She is oh, wow. her first baby in September. So oh, she is following oh, right yeah. behind me. <laughs> She's having a little girl in September. So fine. Yeah. The, the way I would answer that question is I really appreciated your guys' process of getting information out of us. Yeah. Because I was terribly overwhelmed with how do we download everything? Yeah. We have a multi-million dollar business that mm -hmm. does tons and tons of operations every single day. How do I tell you that? You know, yeah. like without it feeling arduous and complicated. And, uh, I'd say that was my biggest like fear, if you will, going into this is how do I tell you all of that, yeah. you know, yeah. like, and you guys made that so easy. Like you have such a seamless way of getting that out of us that I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> makes sense. Okay. This is good. You know? Um, and I, I thought that was incredibly impressive. I, uh, I was blown away. I mean, I'm, it's not to say that it, it did take a lot of collecting and putting together yeah. on our end, but the way that you pulled that out of us was so easy, so straightforward. Yeah. And, and I never would have come up with that on my own. And just our project kicked off in that capacity. And there was already like a I'm at ease, you know, like I already have trust that this is going to go seamlessly because they're asking questions that are going to require us to answer in a way that they're going to pull yeah. all of this out of us. Right. And the questions were just at the beginning. It really felt collaborative. Like yeah. it was like, well, again, you're using your expertise. It isn't just do what we ask you to do. Right. right. Well, we, we know that it works like this. So mm -hmm. what do you think about putting this in? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that was extremely helpful too. Yeah. Yeah, I think the collaboration is huge. I think that's a that's a big big piece too. Like we just finished a a project with a, a client about a month or so ago, and that was one thing that she said that she appreciated so much was the collaboration because she does like you, Maurice, like really enjoy the systems. Like that she, that's something she loves in her business. She had zero time to do it, and so it made her feel more comfortable to be able to collaborate. And hey, these were my ideas, and and kind of like we we're talking about at the beginning of this episode, you know, being able to bounce ideas off of people that are in the same you know, mind space, um, that I think is, is so, so important. Um, 
And I will say, Alicia, that 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 process constantly evolves, like pulling that information well, from sure. people. Every single time we have a setup, I think we tweak that form at least once or twice because we want to make yeah. sure that it is simple because it is, you know, it could be overwhelming and it is um, a lot of information up front and it has to be right for, for us yes. to be able to successfully do a setup that's going to support your business. Um, we have to get that information. And I know that it can feel overwhelming maybe for people to have to be able to come in and provide all this information and being able to simply extract that is a constant evolution every yeah. single time. So I'm happy to hear that because that is something that we we do work on every single time we have a setup to make sure that it is as seamless as we can make it be um, and easier yeah. for our audience. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, you guys, I just want to say again, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, if people are interested in working with you, I mean, obviously we've talked a lot today about your business, um, businesses that you have. Um, so if they're interested in working with you or getting in touch, what is the best way for them to do that? Probably Instagram. Yeah, we, we hang out there. Um, we have most of the links to um, any of our, our work is on there. So um, I am at it's Alicia MP. So I T S A L I S H A M P. And I'm at the Maurice P. That's T H E M A U R I C E P. Amazing. And for everybody listening, we'll make sure to link all of that in the show notes for you guys. So you have easy access. Um, definitely recommend reaching out. Obviously, if you, as you've heard on this episode, they're incredible powerhouse duo. I definitely recommend going and giving them a follow. Um, and as with every podcast episode, we will wrap up with some fun little rapid fire questions. So first question, what's your favorite food? If you had to go to like last meal, what would you guys choose? I don't think Ooh. I could choose just one. Sushi. Uh, Sushi. Yeah. We just had it yesterday. <laughs> For both of you, you'd both choose sushi? No, no. no. Oh, man, that is, that's a really tough one. I have a lot of things that like I really, really love meal-wise. Mm -hmm. Um, my backup would be shrimp and grits right shrimp oh and grits. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah to be honest so if i had to have like if i could have one thing meal wise it would be my grandmother's biscuits and chicken like Ooh. she would make these homemade biscuits and, uh -huh. and no one knows how to make them because yeah. she just did it herself and never taught anybody yep. uh, and i mean she's since passed but i to be able to like have that again yeah uh, just be amazing so yeah. I'll say that uh but there's a lot of things that I enjoy food wise I know I'm the same I don't think I, picking one food would be impossible for me I, I asked my husband this question he responds a chicken sandwich every single time I'm like you have a last meal and you just want a chicken sandwich like that's what you <laughs> that's 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 any chicken sandwich not even like a specific one like you had a very specific right, answer right. no but just a chicken sandwich I'm like okay all right well okay. we're, we're, we're very different in that aspect sir because I have a very extensive specific list um okay what is your favorite tv show maybe something you guys are binging right now or just in general favorite tv show Ooh. Well, I'll say that we're like HGTV junkies. Okay. So that a lot of stuff sense. that comes on there will do. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, ooh. There's been a lot of shows we've enjoyed together, actually. Yeah, uh, what's like one of our most recent ones? Oh, recent. I was going to go oh. like Breaking Bad. And like, oh, yes. I love Breaking Sons Bad. Sons of Anarchy was really good. And, oh, and then like, you know, Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'd yeah. say the Game one, of Thrones. one of them that we love the most was, oh, Claire and uh, Mr. Underwood. 
Oh, House of Cards. House of Cards. Oh, okay. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah. 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 I literally There's just finished re-watching uh game of thrones two days ago i just finished watching that again for like the fifth yeah. time uh, house of dragon is coming house i know that's why i had to rewatch. i'm like the new show's coming out in august like i have to start from the beginning so i'm very clear on everything that happened um okay and then last question is what is your dream travel location maybe you've already been or added somewhere else to your life. we have been fortunate to go to a lot of places um We've never done any of Europe yet. Yeah. So that's on the list. Europe side of it, but I think a place I've, I've always been intrigued by is Singapore. Mm, okay. We talk about it often. Like it's such a like futuristic, modern yeah. place. And like people really don't talk about it that no. much. Yeah. So I think I would love to, to get there and just. Yeah, like we've done place. Japan and we've done Australia. We need to do the whole like Southeast Asia in the middle of there. Um, I'd say my dream is maybe somebody somewhere more tropical or, um, you know, something more relaxing. I wouldn't have said that before I had a kid, <laughs> but now that I've had a kid, I'm like, anything for like a hut on the water sounds amazing. Yeah, I, I hear you. I was supposed to go to the dentist this morning and my son was up half the night. I called, I was like, I'm not going to make it this morning. I need that happen. extra hour. Yeah. I hear yeah. you. <laughs> Uh, okay well again you guys thank you so much for joining me as always like the conversation's phenomenal like you guys are so fun to talk to and like you mentioned collaborative I think that's what's so fun is it's it's very refreshing to be able to have conversations with somebody um that thinks similarly to you and so um I really really enjoy this conversation um and like I mentioned to everybody listening everything we chatted about will be linked in the show notes if you guys want to get in contact with them um but again thank you guys so much for for coming and joining us today Thanks for having us, Courtney. Can I make one last plug, Courtney? Oh, yes. We're trying to uh, take things a little more less social media, everything, and more yeah. with our website. So I want to plug that if that's okay. Yeah, please do. Because I, with the, what did they, they released the Instagram update yesterday oh, yeah. or the day before the video. And I'm right. like, I'm over it. Like, I don't want to do it anymore. Like, get me out of this world. Like, I don't yeah. want to be in the social media world anymore. So please plug your website. I would appreciate that. Yeah. A lot of people are saying that, and I, I don't necessarily have a feeling about it, but we definitely are wanting to transition to a lot of in-person stuff. Yeah. Uh, but we're, we're using our website a lot more. And so that's PenningtonPerspective.com. It's a long Perfect. one I know. E-E-N-N-I-N-G-T-O-N. I love it. Yeah. I will make sure to add that to the show notes. And I'm so glad that you brought that up because we're right there in the same boat with you, like, you know, kind of trying to make some transitions in terms of, you know, where we're putting ourselves. So yeah, I'm glad that you brought that up. So again, everybody will link that in the show notes for you guys. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Thank you, Courtney. Thanks so much for joining me for another episode of the Elevate Effect podcast. If you liked what you heard, share the episode with your best friend, team member, or even your dog. If you have a minute, leave a review below or DM me on Instagram to let me know what you want to hear on the podcast next. Thanks again, and I can't wait to see you next week.